0: Shalom Mishbocha, Welcome to session two of this week's Kadima Talk, Pick a Fight. Next to pick a fight, to make a stand, you must have courage. Leaders must have the courage to do what is right, regardless of others' opinions or possible undesirable repercussions. This has never been as prevalent as it is today. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic we're in, I'm appalled at how easily Many people succumb to fear and mindlessly comply with whatever they're told without question or discussion. Then if one offers a differing opinion or evidence that would uh, state we're being told isn't necessarily fact, people go ballistic saying disinformation is being spread. So do what the authorities tell us and we'll all be well. Why? Well, he who creates a culture of fear rules. A decorated military hero once said, the difference between a coward and a hero is this, a coward and a hero are both afraid, but the hero turns in the right direction. Shaul Paul often displayed courage, resolve, and obedience in many paralyzing situations he faced. In great transparency, Shaul shared to the Messianic congregations in Corinth words that speak directly to us today. In 2 Corinthians 11, starting in verse 20, to my shame, I must admit that we have been too weak to do such things. But if anyone dares to boast about something, I'm talking like a fool. I'm just as daring. Verse 22, are they Hebrew speakers? So am I. Are they of the people of Israel? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Verse 23, are they servants of the Messiah? I'm talking like a madman. I'm a better one. I've worked much harder, been in prison more often, suffered more beatings, been near death over and over. Verse 24, five times I received 40 lashes, less one from the Jews. Verse 25, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. In my many travels, I've been exposed to danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the desert, danger at sea, danger from false brothers. Verse 27, I have toiled and endured hardship, often not had enough sleep and hungry and thirsty, frequently gone without food, been cold and naked. Verse 28, and besides these external matters, there is the daily pressure of my anxious concern for all the congregations. Shaul, Paul faced overwhelming pushback, conflicts, challenges from the Sanhedrin, the Roman Empire, his own Jewish people, from the Gentiles, from false brothers, shipwrecks, constant pressure to stop doing what he was doing. His leadership was constantly being challenged, yet Paul faced all these challenges with great courage and tenacity, never giving in to the demands of the mainstream. His words in verse 20 is chilling. You put up with it if someone makes slaves of you, exploits you, takes you and puffs himself up, slaps you in the face. We have many today who are putting up with being exploited, allowing fear and hysteria to make them slaves. Many are being taken in. There seems to be a lack of understanding that there are evil, wicked wolves among us who absolutely, positively do not have our best interests in mind. Overwhelming corruption, greed, and tyranny exists throughout the government across all levels. As the word states in Deuteronomy 16, verse 20 justice, only justice, Zedek, justice, righteous, righteousness, that which is right or just, righteousness in government, of judges, rulers, kings, and of the law, righteousness and controversy, what is ethically right. God says, justice, only justice you must pursue so that you will live and inherit the land Adonai your God is giving you. It takes great boldness and courage to stand for truth and justice. Adonai tells us to pursue a verb, something that requires action on our part, We're to pursue justice and righteousness in our government, from prime ministers, presidents, kings, from judges, to pursue justice and righteousness from all our leaders and rulers. The body of Messiah today desperately needs men and women to pursue justice with great boldness and courage. It's all too easy to hide behind a wall of religion, walls of fear, and continue doing the familiar, even if it's known to be an error, unscriptural or unjust. Israel's first king, Saul gave us a great abject lesson in courage, vice cowardice. In 1 Samuel 15, verse 24, Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned. I violated the order of Adonai, in your words too, because I was afraid of the people and listened to what they said. The fundamental issue, Saul's character flaw, was that he lacked the courage to overcome fear. He never won the inward character battle he struggled with that required courage. He succumbed to political correctness, a man-pleasing spirit vice being a God-pleaser. It's the same struggle, the same battle we face today, both as a nation and as individuals on a day-to-day basis. We often make a comparison between King David versus King Saul and teach that Saul lost it all because he never uh, repented, but it's far more complex and centers on his lack of courage. Courage is a mental or moral strength to persevere and withstand adversity, danger, fear, difficulty, and pandemics. Uzruach in the Hebrew, courage, valor, daring, bravery. Courage is a state or quality or mind or spirit that enables one to face danger and fear with confidence, resolution, and bravery. Courage is coupled with servanthood. We earn trust by doing the right thing. Each and every one of you will face tough, tough, Difficult decisions that will challenge you regarding truth, justice, and righteousness in the midst of controversy. We're entering into a season that will require great courage. We know scripturally that Adonai himself test us in these areas. There are certain truths about courage we must seek in order to pursue justice, righteousness, and truth, to experience restoration and even revival. One, courage begins by overcoming the inward battle of righteousness. Courage courage isn't based upon a lack of fear. Courage is doing what you're afraid to do. It's facing your giant with five stones in your shepherd's bag because you know Goliath has brothers. Psalms 31, verse 25, be strong and fill your hearts with courage, all of you who hope in Adonai. Number two, courage is doing the right thing in times of controversy or injustice. Romans 13 and the obeying the government authority is often quoted when anyone challenges or takes a stand against quarantine lockdown and the oppression of our constitutional rights and civil liberties. Rebellion is disobeying a lawful order like speeding, stealing, or refusing to pull over for a police officer. There cannot be obedience and submission if an order or command is unbiblical, unconstitutional, or unethical, or immoral. America has had many laws and legal decisions in our history that were unjust, immoral, unethical, and unbiblical. Praise God, righteous men and women stood and defied the unconstitutional edicts, even going to war over them in the Civil War. The landmark U.S. Supreme Court decision of Dred Scott versus Sanford in 1857 held that the Constitution of the United States was not meant to include American citizenship for black people, regardless of whether they were enslaved or free, and therefore the rights and privileges of it conferred upon American citizens could not apply to them. Slavery in the United States was a legal institution that existed from the beginning of the nation in 1776 until passage of the 13th Amendment in 1865. Under the law, an enslaved person was treated as property, could be bought, sold, or given away. Our Civil War, the bloodiest conflict in our history, was fought to end this peculiar institution of slavery and established the 13th Amendment, which abolished it. Unfortunately, this was followed by Jim Crow laws and segregation for the former Southern slave states. Black codes were strict local and state laws that detailed when, where, and how formerly enslaved people could work and for how much compensation. The codes appeared throughout the South as a legal way to put black citizens into indentured servitude, slavery, to take voting rights away, to control where they lived and how they traveled, and to seize children for labor purposes. These were all legal codes and laws of this nation. Should the abolitionists have blindly obeyed the laws of the governing authority? The answer then, like now, is no. The general rule is an unconstitutional statute, though having the form and name of a law is in reality no law, but is wholly void and ineffective for any purpose. Martin Luther King Jr. said the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. James 4, verse 17, so that anyone who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it is committing a sin. The Lord is testing us as he will have the courage to stand for justice, truth, and righteousness, holiness, his kingdom. Peter and the other emissaries were arrested and told not to share Yeshua upon which they replied in Acts chapter 5, we must obey God, not men. Our resolve and determination are being challenged and tested. Who will pass the test? This also reminds me of Daniel when Daniel and his compatriots failed to bow before the statue of Nebuchadnezzar that he made that everyone should bow down and worship, and, and Nebuchadnezzar challenged them, and, and Daniel said, your question doesn't reply in answer to, because our God, who is more than capable to save us, will deliver us. And if he doesn't, we're still not bowing before your statues. And the Lord saved them in the midst of this fiery inferno. It's a phenomenal story, but they had the courage to stand for truth and righteousness. Number three, courage in one believer will inspire others. Courage is contagious, says the late Billy Graham. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. Courage inspires. When an altar call is made, it's always silent until the first courageous person comes forward. Others immediately follow. We're in a war, and Adonai, through this pandemic, is teaching us how to stand and fight. It's easy to follow the crowd. It takes courage to stand alone. Next, number four, your spiritual kingdom life grows in proportion to your courage. Roman historian Tacitus said, Desire for safety stands against every great and noble enterprise. Courage opens doors in your life. Could Abraham have fulfilled his destiny without the courage to obey God and immediately leave Haran, everything he'd ever known? Could Noah have built the ark without courage? Could Esther have risked her life by entering the king's court without being summoned without courage? Could Yeshua face bearing humanity's sin and death by torturous crucifixion without courage? 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 2 through 4, on the contrary, although we had already suffered and been outraged in Philippi, as you know, we had the courage united with our God to tell you the good news, even under great pressure. For the appeal we make does not flow from error or from impure motives neither do we try to trick people. Instead, since God has tested us and found us fit to be entrusted with good news, this is how we speak, not to win favor with people, but with God who tests our hearts. One requires courage to speak the truth and stand for justice and righteousness at all times, even under great pressure and adversity, even in pandemics and lockdowns the courage to speak kingdom, biblical truth, and not stay silent, to not fear governments, peer pressure, social media backlash, or people don't agree and reject us just like Yeshua. Of course, there will be conflicting views. And of course, conflict is unpleasant. But not speaking truth and apostasy is worse. What is the opposite of courage? Most would answer fear. But actually, the opposite of courage is compromise. When there's a lack of courage, you'll find compromise. The courage to stand up for what we know to be ethical, moral, and truth comes from Adonai. The courage to stand against anything that is unbiblical, unconstitutional, unethical, or immoral. It will take courage to resist tyrants, anti-messiahs, and Hasetan schemes and temptations. Every epistle, every letter of Shaul, of Paul, reflect great pressure, persecution, and adversity, and tribulation, while at the same time recording a worldwide sovereign move of God. But we must have courage and pick a fight. Lastly, to pick a fight and make a stand, you must be topical and relevant. We must be relevant. In light of the pandemic, civil unrest, and racial tensions, many, many clergy aren't being topical in their messages. They're not relevant. The word of God, the kingdom of God, Adonai, is the same today as it was yesterday, as it will be tomorrow. In general, organized religion is not topical or relevant. Only the word and kingdom of God through Yeshua is Scriptures contain the answer for every question, every life decision, every scenario and aspect of your life, from family relations to marriage and finances, from raising children to conflict resolution, business practices and morality to the prophetic future and what your role and part of that is as a child of God. There exists a grievous lack of topicality and relevance in the greater body today because it doesn't exist in the bureaucracy of religion. A perfect example is post-9-11, if you can remember this event before our current lockdown and pandemic. Surveys revealed that almost 90% of the messages given in the first two weeks after that traumatic 9-11 event weren't topical. No mention, no discussion, or even reference to 9-11 and that horrible terrorist attack. What a horrible reflection of the greater body. Then, like now, people were scared, confused, looking for answers, and couldn't find them in most houses of God. Topical means to be of immediate relevance, interest, or importance relating to current events. We have heavenly scriptural guidance regarding topicality and relevance. Unfortunately, many individuals and even a majority of clergy are unaware. There must be an awareness of the world around us as believers, both individually and corporately, as the greater body of Messiah was. As Yeshua said in Luke 13, verses 1 through 5, just then, some people came to tell Yeshua about the men from Galil whom Pilate had slaughtered even while they were slaughtering animals for sacrifice. His answer to them was, do you think that just because they died so horribly, these folks from the Galilee were worse sinners than all the others from the Galilee? No, I tell you in verse 3, rather, unless you turn to God from your sins, you will all die as they did. Verse 4, what about those 18 people who died when the tower of Shaloach fell on them? Do you think they were worse offenders than all the other people living in Yerushalayim? Verse 5, no, I tell you, Yeshua said, rather, unless you turn from your sins, you will die similarly. Yeshua topically relates to two specific current events of his day that everybody knew about. No explanation regarding what happened was required. He directly related these horrific deaths to those who were listening. In both cases, he stated that unless the people repented, they would face similar circumstances. Our relationship, our interaction, our expression of worship, ministering to Adonai isn't based upon feelings or emotions. It's based upon covenant relationship with the Most High God. This is exactly why the Word of God is topical and relevant to us in our current circumstances today. Hebrews 4.12 says, See, the Word of God is alive, Zeal, alive, living, active, blessed, endless in the kingdom of God, living water, having vital power, The work of God is alive. It is at work and is sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts right through to where soul meets spirit and joints meet marrow. It is quick to judge the inner reflections and attitudes of the heart. The word of God is as alive, topical, and relevant, powerful, and active in our current crisis and pandemic today as it was 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years ago. The word of Adonai is written for people and not for specific epochs of time. The word isn't relegated to history. As we just read, the word cuts right to where soul meets spirit and judges the inner reflections, those secret places and attitudes of the heart. Scripture is written for people in their hearts, which is timeless. Scripture is topical, addressing all of life's situations, Every joy, every temptation, every battle, every defeat, every victory, wealth, poverty, marriage, children, crisis and tribulation, pandemics, famines, recessions, depressions, insecurity, fear, anxiety, pride, immorality, gender confusion, arrogance, life and death, every possible situation in life, you will face the word of Adonai has an answer in truth, spirit and wisdom because it's topical and relevant, speaking to the nature of the human heart and not specific events. But we must be topical and relevant in addressing these issues boldly with courage to pick a righteous fight to make a stand. Mishpochah, the kingdom of God, has been recessing and being pushed back in all areas, not only in this country, but around the world. We must hold the line. We must make a stand. We must pick a righteous fight. We must draw the line in the dirt and say, no more. We must rise in this hour, and we need leaders, godly men and women, who will stand in boldness, who will stand with great courage, who will be topical and relevant and speak into this narrative, who will interject themselves into these crises we're facing and bring truth and justice of the kingdom of God into our relevant states that we may have a state of national tranquility. That's why Yeshua came. This is why we're serving the kingdom of God. This is one of the most profound times to ever be alive in. This is a great compliment that God has brought us forth for such a time and season as this. The greatest opportunity since Yeshua's arrival 2,000 years ago is upon us to get ourselves into that harvest. The harvest is large. People are seeking truth and light, and we must be the caretakers of that light and that truth and go forth and make a stand boldly with courage. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Shalom.